Good morning. Uh, my name is John Hatchell. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Tie-Dye Health, joined by my CTO, Bart Kant. Uh, and we are happy to be here this morning with, with all of you. Uh, interesting to be following so many uh, you know, such intelligent people doing so, so much great work. And so I think we'll probably provide a little bit of levity to the conversation today. Uh, and we're going to try to run a little bit of a hurry-up offense here to try to keep everybody on time. So. Uh, our company, Tata Health, just to give everybody uh, a little bit of uh, insight into what we do, uh, we use smart contracts and a platform uh, to essentially modernize business-to-business -business transactions between healthcare facilities and medical device suppliers. Uh, and so today's talk that we're going to run through with you all uh, is essentially a little bit of a strategy session from things that we've learned uh, in our dealings with, with numerous organizations over the last couple of years. And it's a little bit of a provocative title, uh, Why Healthcare Needs uh, web 2.5 before we can get to web 3.0. So I think, you know, everyone here knows or has a good understanding of all the applicability and use cases uh, that are there for blockchain in healthcare uh, and the opportunities for improvement really are endless, right? And so a lot of folks already talked about it. Patient records, uh, supply chain, guilty, uh, payments, uh, research, uh, you know, we, the list goes on. And, and it's really exciting to envision what the world can look like, uh, it, of, of healthcare can look like, and if we can really usher in this era of Web3. You know, we think about things such as uh, being able to, you know, reduce the cost of care, shrink, shrink what we're spending on, in, in healthcare today, uh, being able to easily share data uh, between organizations and, and outside organizations, uh, you know, not allowing, uh, you know, demographics to impede upon people's access to care or the quality of care that they're getting. Uh, being able to improve the efficiency of healthcare, right? I mean, uh, there's probably so many folks here who that's, that's so palpable. Uh, you know, being able to reduce the billions and billions of dollars of waste that we currently are dealing with in healthcare today. Uh, patients owning their data, right? Having control uh, of all this, this, this immense amount of health data that's out there uh, that people have access to and, and nobody knows really you know, whose eyes are on it. Uh, and being able to speed up research and speed up trials, uh, and then the ultimate uh, goal of, you know, being able to operate in a very transparent environment, something that uh, healthcare is, is uh, hardly uh, can be uh, uh, classified as today. Uh, and who knows, maybe we'll, we'll even get the opportunity to, to enter the meta metaverse within the next five to 10 years as well. But what's holding us back? It, it can't be healthcare's love for, for fax machines, right? Um, so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of things that, you know, we, we can probably point at. And so we, we try to look at, you know, why, why are, obviously a lot, there's a lot of folks in healthcare that uh, in, from an executive level that, that tend to be very apathetic in terms of how they, they look and evaluate these type of uh, solutions. And so uh, first and foremost, you know, just the lack of technical expertise and understanding in a lot of facilities is a true challenge. Uh, you, you're going if, you, if anybody's interacting with any of the IT teams in a hospital, uh, you, you may have better luck dealing with the geek squad at Best Buy uh, than some of the folks. And that's not to be derogatory in any sense. It's just, you know, you go to small community hospitals, they just don't have the, uh, uh, the, the best of the best sometimes from a talent standpoint. That the players, right, the folks that, the, the oligopolies that exist in healthcare today, they're actively trying not to share data. Right? This is a challenge. Uh, healthcare itself is kind of already distributed, right? So we're we're in a we're in an interesting situation, right? Where you know it's it, 
it's already segmented in a way that, that uh, you know, these, these type of themes don't, don't always translate. Uh, key management, right? When we're talking about using DLT, you know, the, the, uh, the management of private and public keys becomes a really big burden for a lot of facilities, and, and so that's an area you've got you've to start to think about. Uh, access to capital, right? If you're, if you're going into a facility, uh, especially, you know, we're not talking the, the, the large health systems and IDNs of the world. You're, I mean, if you're talking about somewhere in the backwoods of Mississippi, right, and you're telling them, hey, we need you to operate a node, right, to participate in this network, right, they may not have the ability to, uh, to pay uh, for, for that type of in infrastructure improvement, right? And so these are, these are challenges. And so how do we overcome that? Uh, and then, you know, the regulatory concerns. You know, there, there's, there's tons. Uh, the, the amount of money we've spent on lawyers alone, and I can only imagine everybody else's experience with that, uh, you know, my best friends. Uh, and intimidating, right? I think, I think any time you mention the word blockchain, right, you kind of get the eye rolls and the, you know, head down in the desk sometimes because it, it is, it's an, it is intimidating, right? It, by nature, it is, this is a very intimidating technology to a lot of people because they just don't understand it, right? Okay. Come on. Technical difficulties. Here we go. All right. So, so how do we get everybody who's in healthcare, living on island web 2.0, over to the lush tropical paradise of web 3.0? Tough question. Well, we think we need a little bit of a pit stop. And so our suggestion is to head to the island of misfit toys or web, the island of web 2.5 where you're going to get what you want but it might not look exactly how you envisioned, right? And so to talk to you a little bit about that and how we, we can strategize to, to do that, Bart's going to take the stage and talk to you about how you can get your very own cowboy on an ostrich or a Charlie in the box and tell you how to get there. Yeah. This is, which button do Just I? Just the green button. All right, so who of you has uh, a sushi swap or a curve account? Two people, all right? How many of you, three people, how many of you have a Coinbase account or a Kraken account, all right? A whole lot more, all right? So um, what is Web 2.0? Well, I'll tell you in the context of, of Coinbase, all right? So Coinbase is a Web 2.0 company. Yeah, it's a traditional tech company uh, with the infrastructure and, and processes like, like a bank. Um, and lives on the internet. So it's really Web 2.0. But their vision is to bring assets and tokens and crypto coins, which should really live in the Web 3.0 world, uh, to everybody else. And so why are there a lot more people using um, Coinbase than SushiSwap? Because it's a much easier experience from onboarding perspective. It's an easier experience for, from getting customer support and you don't have to get into the weeds of DAOs and all of the complexities that exist with the, the, the uh, decentralized exchanges. Other examples are, are uh, OpenSea, right? So everybody that has an NFT uh, probably has interacted with OpenSea uh, as a Web 2.0 company. And, uh, but very few or a lot less people have dealt with uh, LooksRare, which is the Web 3 version. So, what we're, what we're seeing kind of as an adoption layer is really that in-between. Uh, and, and that was kind of a strategic choice when we were building uh, Tie-Dye Health 
what technology can we bring to the table? What kind of smart contract layer can we bring to, to the table uh, from uh, right now and get us really into production? Because we're a startup. You know, the capital is not infinite. Uh, we need to bring solutions live into the health, in the healthcare space, into a hospital, uh, and uh, make it work and make the economics work. So by going to Web 2.5, and I would say, you know, Tide Health might be a Web 2.75 company uh, because we're using a smart contract language, uh, which is called DAML, a digital asset modeling language uh, from uh, the, the company Digital Asset. Uh, it's very well uh, used. In, it's, it's been used for a couple of years now in the financial services sector. Uh, it's been um, used uh, by some of the largest exchanges in the world. Hong Kong Stock Exchange, Deutsche Börse, Goldman Sachs using it for their tokenization platform. So we look for a technology, a smart contract programming language that can get us you know, into production uh, with uh, uh, not as many barriers uh, of the Web 3.0. So what are we giving up? Uh, we're giving up decentralization, right? So are we, we, decentralization has been the, uh, the vision of many Web 3 companies. It's talked about, heard it a, a, a few times. But when we're talking to build a solution in a rural hospital that connects with medical device companies, nobody on both of those parties really is looking for decentralization. So we're giving that up. Uh, we're also giving up the permissionless platforms. Yeah, we're, we're, we love Bitcoin, we love Ethereum, we love the, a lot of layer twos, um, but you know, gas fees uh, is a problem. Uh, and even for the ones that say it's not a problem, uh, wait till there's a, a big application coming onto that network, and it will become a problem. Uh, so that's that's kind of what we're we're giving up. Self-sovereign identity, you know, big vision. Um, you know, a lot of progress is being made on the technical architecture layer, but we just want to log in to get into our application, and we want to kind of if somebody forgets their password, you know, be able to reset that password and getting into uh, the solution. Um, Fully autonomous organizations, DAOs, um, you know, great concept. But you know, try to get a hospital administrator to say, now you get a vote uh, on a proposal and get and join Discord uh, to to get that uh, discussed with others in in the community. Uh, and cross-platform interoperability, right? So we want to focus on building a solution that works for our use case. And so you know, while we want to be interoperable and use a lot of um, uh, standards, it's, uh, it's likely something that we don't need to focus on here at the beginning. Um, so what are we getting? The other side of decentralization is centralization. So we're using a smart contract language that's built on a database right now. Now, the beauty of our smart contract layer is that we can put it from a centralized layer, layer uh, infrastructure layer, to a decentralized layer in the future. So we don't have to change anything on our business logic, on our code that's been written. We just point it right now to a simple database that lives in the cloud technology uh, and can put it into the uh, decentralized layers infrastructure in the future. Uh, it is permissioned, so we, we kind of use the traditional what's your login ID and password, uh, and everybody's known on, on the platform. Uh, it uses smart contracts, so what does that mean specifically for Tide Health is that it you know, tries to bring that automation. You know, when we show uh, a finance person in our hospital saying, we can match the PO to the invoice to the payment, you know, their eyes go wide open. Uh, but that's what our smart contract lo logic can do, and that's the innovation we bring to the table. 
Um, immutable records, great theory. Uh, we probably are partially there, uh, but not fully. Uh, we're in a append-only uh, solution. So, but there's ways to go back and say, um, you know, is the record, is the data into the record complete? What do we need to do to enhance the data if some mistakes we're making? Making. And then we're using the the power of the platform around enhanced rights and obligations. So, hospital uh, uh, is. Uh, the hospital is the signer or the author of a certain, cert, uh, certain uh, surgical record uh, where some products are being added from the medical device world. And then the medical device companies, you know, they are an observer. They can read the data. Uh, they can get access to the data. Uh, and they're the only one. So it's an enhanced uh, rights and obligations platform. So if we build it, uh, they will come. So where, what do we need to do uh, to, you know, really get life into a hospital setting, in the case of tie-dye, we need to, build, need to build good UIs, right? So when I go to the doctor and I see they bring up their Cerner or Epic screen, I just cringe, right? Uh, and, and we had to kind of build a UI, you know, in two steps. Yeah, we build it the way we thought it was going to you know, be useful. And then, you know, when the nurses were in the operating room and interacting with our, with our solution, you know, then we, we kind of got the feedback, right? So who are the actors of your system? Uh, and a nurse interacts very differently with our system than, for instance, a, a finance person. Uh, we want to bring value to the, 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 the organization, right? So we're building software to make things easier, you know, improving the payment process, improving the, the automated creation of purchase orders when medical device is being used. We want to use open standards like FHIR, uh, but the challenge is, you know, we interact with um, you know, X versions back of uh, in EHR record, and you know it doesn't contain fire. So we're gonna have to build a layer of in between. Um, we we need to integrate with uh, those EHR systems, uh, and they're you know coming to the table now of opening up their systems and opening up uh, sandboxes. So we're you know get the data that we need, and we can give them uh, valuable information back. Uh, we we want to improve the existing processes. Uh, we're we're you know getting all the in our process. If we just stop at the purchase order and invoice of a medical device, yeah, we're we're missing one of the major components. You know that's the settlement, the payment aspect. So how do we get to you know uh, those those hospitals switching over from writing checks to doing electronic payments? And as a startup, you know we wouldn't survive if we don't bring return on investments for for our clients and for our shareholders. Right, that's, that's how we're going to be able to race to the, our next seed round and able to kind of grow in, as, an, as an, uh, uh, a startup company. So where do we want to go in the future? Or what are we thinking about and to make it successful? Right, one of the things is around building a community. Um, you know, these events are just uh, great to interact with others in the industry. Um, if you uh, haven't heard about, you know, some of the podcasts from Ray uh, and others here in the room, or if you uh, can participate in the SIG at the Linux Foundation, SIG Health, you know, be part of the community and share with others is, is a great uh, way of, of uh, moving things forward. Um, and also, you know, talk, talk to your clients, your, your prospects, and educate them. Most of them don't know what DLT is. They, they say, I heard about Ethereum. Uh, you know, how does it apply to what you guys are doing? So you have to constantly teach 
what, what are some of the main concepts. Um, observe and learn. So there's a lot of things that I take back from the financial services sector uh, where I did a lot of my consulting and now bring that into healthcare, right? So how do I improve payments uh, and the connection to payments? Um, and, and as a startup, you know, you, you're going through iterative designs, iterative builds. Uh, it's not your first, you know, version of a software is going to be a hit. It's going to kind of constantly take feedback from your customers on how to make it better, uh, how to improve the user interface uh, for the next generation. And to, to close off, you know, um, as, a, as a former uh, IBMer, uh, uh, one of the key, key uh, phrases of, of uh, using blockchain technology, it's a team sport, right? So it's a collaboration between us, healthcare com uh, startups, larger established firms, uh, our, our clients, our, our investors, and we all need to kind of you know, bring, move the industry forward around uh, this type of innovation. Thank you.